Hey guys, welcome back to Blogging Breakthroughs. I'm so excited. I've got a special guest here for you today. One of my mastermind superstar members extraordinaire, a repeat guest on the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Miss Megan Griffith is here today. Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be back. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Tell people that don't know if anyone is listening and doesn't know you, who you are and what you do. Okay. So my name is Megan. Hi, everybody. I am a neurodivergent life coach. And if you don't know, neurodivergent basically means there is a significant neurological difference in the way your brain works, which often looks like ADHD, epilepsy, autism, um, high sensitivity, different things like that. So I personally am autistic and a highly sensitive person, and I coach other people who fall under the neurodivergent umbrella. So that is me. I love it. Where can people find you? Shout out your website really quick in case anybody's like already like, I need, I need Megan. Where did I go? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You can find me at healingunscripted.com and it's at healingunscripted on most of my socials as well. And Megan was a guest before I and mean, we were talking about your TikTok, right? She was on here <laughs> talking about giving us the lowdown on TikTok. Megan is the TikTok queen in the mastermind. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Actually, my TikTok is the one thing that's a different handle. It's at Meg Moxie if you want to follow me there. But yeah, I love TikTok. Short form video content is my favorite thing in the world. It fits my attention span. And um, I, yeah, I've had a lot of success with it. Yeah. It's interesting because people are always like, that won't make money. And that's just for kids. And that's not for business. And I think Megan will tell you that's not true. <laughs> Not at all. TikTok is a niche-based platform. So if you have niched down well enough, you are going to find a ton of people on there who want your content. Oh, I love that. A niche-based platform. I love thinking about it like that. I mean, anyone who's been on TikTok knows it sorts you into your niches like that, you know, like it figures out what you like and it shows you that content right away. Yeah, that's true. That's like the joke on TikTok, right? I spend a lot of time on like, uh, rescue dog TikTok. <laughs> they, they play like really emotional music and it's like the day they like came home to like their dog transformation <laughs> to them now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Precious. Yeah. I spent a lot of time on rescue dog TikTok. <laughs> so there's definitely like, there's definitely different little corners of TikTok that you get put into for sure. I spent a lot of time on like cute animal TikTok and rescue dog TikTok, <laughs> sentimental TikTok. <laughs> so I asked Megan to be on the podcast again, and she graciously agreed because she has maybe one of my favorite success stories I feel like I've heard, I've seen happen in a really, really long time, just because it happened like in a very short amount of time. And she agreed to come on here and share this story with you guys. But basically what happened was Megan had a $0 launch and was devastating. Not like this wasn't like a big deal, right? This was like sad for you at the time, right? Oh my goodness. It was absolutely crushing. It was crushing. Yeah. I remember I coached you on it in the mastermind after that happened. And there was a lot of like, um, people don't want me. No one likes what I have to say. Like a lot of really painful thoughts about it. Um, and I think this is important for you guys to hear because I know a lot of people have $0 launches. You're definitely not the only person. <laughs> and a lot of you guys listening might have $0 launches. And so I wanted 
Megan to come on and talk about her experience about what that was like and then what happened afterwards with you guys because I know that this is not uncommon. This is actually a really common experience in entrepreneurship and something a lot of people experience where it's either a $0 launch or they're disappointed about the launch and it can be really, really crush, like crushing and crippling for people. And I kind of want to reframe this for you guys in case that happens and you do have a $0 launch or any disappointment in your business that it's really okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to try things and be disappointed and have it not go well. So can you give us a little bit about what that was like for you and what that launch was like? Yeah, of course. Um, so what happened is back in, I want to say like March or something, I had a launch and I wanted 10 people and I got, I wanted 30 people. I think I was very optimistic and I got four and I was thrilled with my four. And so then when I launched again in June, I was like, okay, I got four last time. I should be able to like double that. Maybe I'll try for 10 this time. And I got zero. <laughs> and there's a couple of reasons that happened. I think like and not that I noticed any of that when it first happened. When it first happened, I was just devastated. I was just crushed. Like I did not understand why this was happening, except so I didn't understand why it was happening from a logical business point of view. So instead, my old rehearsed emotional stories popped up um, in place of a logical explanation. And so those old emotional wounds from like past trauma came up where it's like, you're not good enough. It's you, you're the problem. You're always the problem. Right. Um, so that's what came up. But now that I've had some time to reflect and I've had a successful launch since, uh, that <laughs> failed one, um, I've had some time to really think about it. And I think there were two main problems. One was, um, the air of desperation. <laughs> um, I was so desperate for this launch to work and I, people could smell it. People knew. And I wasn't going into it with this. I, I think the problem number two, which is related is I wasn't going into it with a, how can I help my people? I was going with it into it with this idea of like, how can I make some money because I am falling apart and I need to make some money to validate myself. And it's like, I can't, ask people to come in here, pay me money so that they will validate me. Like that is never going to work. And so, yeah, that that's part of my understanding of why the launch failed. And yeah, it was devastating, super crushing, but yeah, I think that's important to talk about for a second, because this is what I try to teach in sales too. And it's that it's the hardest part. This is why I try, I'm like always trying to get everybody in the mastermind. I'm like, you guys need to sell a lot because you need to practice. <laughs> Cause it's hard, but the hardest part is like being detached. Right. And it's like that, even if you don't buy, like, I still love me and I still love my work. Right. And that I think is the hardest part for people when they start doing sales, cause they aren't sure about themselves and they aren't sure about their work. And it's like, I need to make these sales. So that way I know I'm good. And I know my program is good. Right. And then it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy where people feel that energy, they don't wanna buy. And then I'm always like, your brain likes to prove you right, right? Then you can go in your brain, you're like, I knew it. I knew my program wasn't that good. <laughs> and it's like all of our stories, it's like confirms all of our stories we had kind of going on in the background of our brain. Cause we're like, see, no one bought, you're not that good. Your stuff's not good, no one wants it. <laughs> Right. Exactly. That's exactly what happened to me for sure. Yeah. So then what's the second part of the story? So we had this launch really sad, really devastated. 
and you went hard too, which I think is like worth noting. Like you really were so committed, which is one of my favorite things about coaching you. Megan's like one of the most committed people to her business and to her work that I've ever met. And so she was like very in it. Like this launch was like the entire world <laughs> for like a little bit of time. Absolutely. It was for sure. Small business is one of my autistic special interests. And like, I get super, super involved and like, I devoured your podcast, the entire podcast in like one summer, I think. So yeah, this launch was everything to me and I was so sure or so desperate for it to work out. And then it didn't. Um, but I, I got coaching from you after that happened, you know, in the mastermind and everything, I was like, help I'm drowning. <laughs> Um, I think I gave you some really unhelpful coaching too. I was just like, yeah, you should be sad. (laughs) No, it it was honestly so (laughs) validating though, to hear like, you should be sad. This is your business. This is your livelihood. And it didn't work. Like it's, it, it was very validating. I think it, like you said, it wasn't like helpful in the sense that it made me not sad, but it was helpful in the sense that it, it gave me permission to feel what I was feeling, which was yeah. really powerful at the time. That's a joke I make in the mastermind a lot where I'm like, I'm going to tell you guys like what you need, but you're not going <laughs> to like it. It was kind of one of those coachings. It was just like, yeah, you should be sad. <laughs> it's <just> like, thanks. <laughs> But it, and for you guys listening, I want you to know that like, it's okay to try things and like really want it to work and feel disappointed. And that's okay. It's just a negative emotion and it'll pass, right? It's uncomfortable, but you're supposed to feel negative emotion. We're supposed to feel happy and sad. Like we're creatures of duality. (laughs) So if you try something and it doesn't work and you feel disappointed, that's okay. It just means you have a lot of heart for what you're doing. That's all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I was super down about it, super upset. And then Coraline Hazelwood was hosting an uh, idea to income challenge. And I was like, well, I'll hop on there. Like, I don't know. I feel like I need to get back on the horse or something. I have to do something to get myself out of this rut. And in that challenge, I was like, maybe I'll do a different course, like a mini course, you know, like something different from this main course that just launched and failed. I'll just do something slightly different. And over the course of these three days, I completely built out a new program to replace the one that had failed. And I started selling it the day the income challenge ended and I got my first sale that day. So it was crazy. I remember when that happened. So crazy. And went on to have a very successful launch after that. Yes, indeed. And now we love the new program. And so, I mean, that's why I love this story. Cause it was like, I've never seen like such a turnaround. <laughs> she came to like call like one Tuesday like almost in tears, like really sad. And then like the next week she's like, I have a new program and I made a sale. (laughs) (laughs) And so just a real testament to one launch doesn't define your business. Right. And at the time, like, this is what, why I wanted to share this story with all everybody on the podcast. I want you guys to understand like one launch never defines your business and one thing never defines your business. And it feels like it right? It'll feel like it. And at the time it felt like such a huge deal, right? That you did all that and it didn't work. But then if we look at the story of your business over the next 10 years, like that launch probably won't even be anything. It's just going to be nothing to you. (laughs) It's just going to be nothing. And a sea of like other successful launches that you went on to have after. So I want you guys to really realize that 
you know, it's just one launch. Like we have to keep that perspective. It's just one launch. It's just one thing of many things you're going to do in your business and nothing can really make or break you the way it feels, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I look back, that'll always be the failed launch that launched me into what I'm doing now. So yeah. Cause you made a whole pivot. So Megan started, can you tell them about your old, the old program? Yeah. So the old program I was very, very passionate about. And I, faith always says on here, you know, like if you care about something, you can sell it, but it might not be easy. <laughs> and so yeah, I was like, I okay, you coaching a lot. I was like, listen, I was like, this is not niche down enough. I was like, you're going to, you can sell it, but it's going to be really hard. Right. You know, I don't, I don't like telling people they can't sell things like And I think, I think you could still sell that program. Right. But it's just like, it's going to be really hard. Like the marketing is hard because it's a broad program. Right. Yeah. So the program was called shameless and it was about overcoming toxic shame, which I am super passionate about. And I think tons of people need, but that's not something faith coached me on a lot. And something that finally sunk in after I had a $0 launch is that people don't want to buy work. And that's essentially what I was selling them. Yeah. You're like, Hey, you know, all of these like really painful, horrible experiences. Let's, let's look at that. <laughs> Cause people are like, no. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so people want to pay for an outcome and I could not nail down an outcome. I couldn't do it. It was too broad. It just was too broad. And so when I did the idea to income challenge with Coraline, I was like, well, what if I made a course about executive dysfunction? And the outcome I sold people is that you would be able to get shit done in 24 hours or less, which is something I would have paid a million dollars for a couple of years ago, you know? Um, and so I niched down to neurodivergent folks specifically, um, and executive dysfunction, which by the way, is like when you want to get something done, you're trying to get something done and you just can't, and it's not laziness. It's not like obstinance or anything like that. You're trying, and there is a chemical misfiring in your brain that is keeping you trapped. So that's what that is. Um, and the whole course is designed to help people I don't want to say overcome it because I still struggle with it for sure, but to cope with it and to live their lives without being defined by it. Yeah, I like that. And it's such a tangible outcome. Get shit done in 24 hours or less. Like when you told me that tagline, I was like, hell yeah, that's something I was like, that's a marketable outcome. Like that's a measurable outcome. It has a timeline. It's just so much more specific and the shameless stuff and the toxic shame stuff can work too. It, it would need to be marketed in a really specific way. So it would be something like shameless, like overcome your fear of live video and start your live stream show in six weeks or something, right? It needed that like second part, that like really tangible outcome that makes it easier to sell. And this is hard, you guys. I coach people in the mastermind on this all the time, probably at least every Tuesday. I talk to one person where I'm like, look, <laughs> like your shit is too broad. Like you need to narrow it down, sell a tangible outcome, market something very specific, um, help people solve a really specific problem. And it's very hard for people to do, but I'll offer to you guys, I love what Megan did. And what I often tell people to do is just go try stuff, right? Megan figured out her niche and figured out what worked and what didn't work by trying things, right? And so I think you needed to do that first launch to be like, yeah, this, this isn't, the marketing is off. Like the messaging is off on this. It's not going to work. And then try something else, right? So if you're thinking, yeah, I know I need to niche down, but I don't know. 
what would you say to someone like that, Megan, that's listening to this right now? And they're like, right, I don't have a tangible outcome either. And people aren't buying my shit either. And I had a $0 launch, but like, now what do I do? Like, what advice would you give for people that know they need to niche down, but they're like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, I would say it's okay to be where you are right now. It's okay to be like, I know I need to niche down and I just can't do it yet. I was there for a long time. (laughs) I knew, I knew I needed to niche down. Everyone was telling me I needed to niche down and I couldn't even tell you why I was resisting. I just was, I was resistant to it. And it's okay to go through that phase. You're going to come out the other side. So have faith in the process is what I would say first. And then if you can tell that you're starting to hit that point where it's like, oh no, the niche is coming. Like I have to do, I, now I have to do something. Um, Then I would say whatever that little tiny idea in the back of your head is, because I know you have one, I can tell because I know I had one for a really long time and you're terrified to do it. Jump, jump off that cliff. You can handle it. I promise you can handle it. You are capable and you've got this. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second and just let you know that applications for Empire are open. If you want to make Q4 the best quarter of your year, this is the time to do it. You'll get to be in a small group coaching container with me and six other women. You will get to be coached by me every Wednesday night on the call. You get access to our private Slack channel where you can ask me any questions you want Monday through Friday. I respond to you within one business day. You get a special private podcast just for members and you get a mindset module every Monday. This program is designed for you to get a total transformation and I'm so excited to see the results that we create with the new group. If you want to be part of it, go apply today. We only have six spots. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I love that. That's so insightful. And I think both of those parts are so important. Just like being where you are in business is so powerful and something I think so many people struggle with because it's like no matter where we are we always kind of want to be over there right even where my business is I'm like but like it's gonna be better when we get over here (laughs) but if you could just love your business where you are it makes everything so much easier and I think people think they're gonna love their business and love themselves and feel so much better like once they're like once I make this number of dollars though everything will be easier right and even as a coach like I've done this so many times now it's like even in the back of my mind, I'll be like, I know it's not going to be different, but like, if I was making $10,000 a month though, it kind of would be different. And I, I probably would like, even though, you know what I mean? It's like, there's part of you that's still like, I don't know though, if we were really making $10,000 a month, I probably would feel better. <laughs> oh, then, absolutely. I mean, I just had, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a $3,500 launch and it did not change the way I think about myself. Um, very unfortunate, totally thought that it would, no matter how many times you told me it wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> so annoying, definitely, right? I'm like, all your guys' problems come with you. <laughs> right. It's almost like you're always yourself, <laughs> no yeah. matter what happens. <laughs> it is fun to make more money and have your problems. Like that can be kind of fun, but it's still like, you still feel the exact same and you still have all your problems and all of your thoughts like just come with you. And I think money is an amplifier. So to a lot of extent, a lot of your thoughts and doubts just get louder. <laughs> so <it's> like, great. <laughs> yeah. And then what was the second part? So you said be in your business where you were. And then you said something I wanted to touch on. Um, I was saying, listen to that little tiny idea in the back of your head because you are nice. capable. 
Yes, I love this so much because it's like so many people indulge in so much. I don't know. Like I coach a lot on like, don't be confused and like not being in confusion, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all this stuff. But like, I really think we do know if we're really honest about it. Like most of the time we do know and there is something in the back of your brain where you're like, oh, I should do this. And it's usually something that you don't actually want to do where you're like, oh, I should do this or, oh, I really should do this right? Like I'm on this health and fitness journey and I've had that in the back of my mind for like a year of like, oh, I really should like do something about my health and fitness. Oh, I really should be doing something. Oh, I really should. And it's like, as soon as I started doing that, I'm on week two. The first week was awful. It was like the most miserable time ever. I was like, I've made a mistake. (laughs) I want to go back to ordering pizza and never think about this again. And then something happened. Like I swear on like Monday, it was like something in my brain clicked and I feel like a different person. And it was so like, I have so much more energy. I feel so much more clear headed and clear minded, but I had, I knew I needed to do that the entire time, (laughs) like for the last like year. And I'm just like, oh, that sounds annoying. Like, I don't really want to do that. I kind of want to keep all my, I have all these shitty thoughts about working out and shitty thoughts about food. And I'm like, I kind of want to keep my shitty thoughts. And like, that sounds really hard. I just kept putting it off. But I think we often have that, right? Where it's like in the back of your mind where you're like, oh, I really should do this. And that most of the time, those things that you're putting off that you know you need to do are where the up level is. It's like on the other side of that work. Right. And I'd also also offer this. Um, even if you take a stab at that thing in the back of your mind and you try niching down and it doesn't work, you are no less successful than you were before. (laughs) You have just found one thing that doesn't work. So you've narrowed down your options. So next time you're more likely, right, exactly. You're more likely to find what will work. Yeah, I love this. I heard someone say this once and I can't remember who it was, but it might've been James Wenmore, who's a mentor and coach of mine. But um, it's, you're either getting the outcome you want or you're getting the lesson you need. And I think launching is like that. (laughs) It's like, you're either gonna get the enrollment or you're gonna learn like what doesn't work. (laughs) But it's one of those two things always. And that's one of the things I love about business. But yeah, just a process of elimination. I see a lot of people scared to try things in business too. And then when I talk to them, they're not making any money anyway. So I'm like, you literally don't have anything to lose. It's not like you have salaried staff and like hundreds of thousands of dollars. We just get everything in our brain. It's so easy to get our thoughts. This is why the thought work is so important to me. We just get in our head and it feels like you can't make a move when really you have all the freedom in the world as a new entrepreneur. Like you should try all the things when you're a new entrepreneur. (laughs) Right, yeah, it's the sunk cost fallacy. We're afraid that we've sunk too much time and energy into what we're already doing, that we're afraid to leave all of that behind. But here's the thing, if all that time and energy hasn't made you money yet, it's not working. And so continuing to dump money and energy into this hole is not gonna help you. You gotta switch directions. Yeah. And you also get to take all that with you. So I really think, and Brie and I were talking about this, about like starting a second business on the side of this one that would be not related to business. I really feel like we could just make a six figure business. Like, I feel like we know how to do it. I know how to do it. We have the team to do it. We know what to do. And so it's not like I would start a new business and have to like grind it out for four years. It's like, 
I could launch it and just make what I make now, I think in a different niche. And would it take time to like grow an audience and get people engaged? Like, yeah, I would take some time to do that, but I'm bringing all of my experience and all of the things I learned and all of those lessons that I learned in this business to the next one. And so you don't start from zero. You basically just get to start where you are already. So you guys would be surprised, I think. Did that feel like that to you when you made that pivot where you like, I'm going to lose all this time talk that I was talking about shame and stuff? A little bit. Cause it felt like that was my brand. Like that is the one TikTok I've had go truly viral was about shame. And I felt like that was my brand. That was my internet identity. And I had sunk so much time and energy into being the shame person. And now here I was talking about neurodivergence instead, which is, you know, closely related because a lot of neurodivergent people experience a lot of shame about being different, but it's definitely its own thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was worried about leaving all that behind. I think that's what was holding me back. And then I pretty much realized exactly what you said that I wasn't leaving it all behind. I got to take the lessons with me and I got to take, you know, the following I had accrued with me. And if they were interested in seeing some new content, they would stick around. And if they weren't, they wouldn't. And that would be okay because I knew my people were still out there and they needed me. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm really proud of you. And it's been just really cool to see. And like, I'm so happy for the success you found and that you created. It's just really, really inspiring. And I think you're a really extraordinary person and a really special coach. And I'm honored to have you in this community. You want to give any little pep talk for people that have had a $0 launch? What would you say to past Megan <laughs> with the last launch? If you could go back in time. <laughs> oh my goodness. What would I tell her? I would tell her it's going to sound super cheesy because it's exactly what you told me, but like, I would tell her it's okay to be sad about this. Like you put your all into this and that is respectable and it is okay that you came up with nothing. It sucks, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a story about your self-worth. Not everything you do and touch is a story about your self-worth. Your self-worth is a separate story and it is you're always going to be worthwhile and good enough. I think that's what I would tell most, you know, entrepreneurs who have had a $0 launch because I've seen, you know, other people in the mastermind go through this too. And that seems to be our biggest struggle is we worry about what it says about who we are as people. And it, I don't know. I just have learned that it definitely doesn't mean anything about who you are. Yeah. I love that. And it's so hard, right? Cause it's like, we love it so much and we love our work so much and we're so invested and it's very easy when we don't get the outcome we want to then indulge in all these stories, whatever our go-to, um, Tony Robbins always says your favorite flavor of suffering. We all have our favorite flavor of suffering, right? Where we're like, well, obviously it means this. <laughs> and it's never anything nice, right? Especially as women, I think we're often so hard on ourselves. It's like very easy to just be we're good at being, especially a lot of the women in the mastermind, like high achieving, passionate women that are so hard on themselves. Like, you know, that's how I would describe that community at times. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So hard on themselves. And it's so easy when you love your work and you love what you do, it's just really easy for us to default to those old stories. But what if they're not connected? 
It's mm-hmm. like, what if the sales and the money has nothing to do with your value and worth as a person? And I think that's important to remember too. And you're able to do sales so much cleaner when they're not connected. Cause you're like, right. this doesn't mean anything about me, whether you buy this program or not, I just want to help you. And then you're able to sell really clean. And I think that makes sales way easier. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the most important things that I have learned slash I'm still learning from therapy is the only thing your self-worth is tied to is your heartbeat. You're here and that's enough. That's a good one, man. You guys should write that down. That's a good, that's like a <laughs> quote. That's the quote of the episode right there. That's really good. Well, I hope you guys found this helpful. Thank you so much for coming and like sharing this story. And I just think it's not uncommon, right? And I love how fast you turned it around. Like I'm, just, I'm saying, it's like one of my favorite things I've seen happen in so long. Um, Cause she, and then went on to have a very successful launch, like not that soon after. And just remember, you know, the past is a very bad indicator of what's going to happen in the future. And a lot of times our brains try and do this where we're like, well, last launch we made this. So next launch has to go like this. And like, the past really isn't connected to anything that happens in the future. You guys could have a $0 launch and then a $10,000 launch. You know, it's, it's not, they're just not connected. And I think the more we can remember that as entrepreneurs, I just don't think it's helpful for us to be tied in the past and looking at those past results as like, we're like, well, I made this much money last month. This is what's possible for next month. It's kind of like, maybe, but what if none of that's true? <laughs> like, what if you double it or triple it or quadruple it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a lot more possible than we often allow ourselves to think about. Definitely. Absolutely. So thank you for coming here and sharing that story. I think it'll be really helpful. And I'm so honored to have you in the mastermind. I'm really excited for your, let's do, we're going to do what, a $10,000 launch, a $20,000 launch. We are aiming for a $20,000 launch in October. Yeah. And like, I always telling people, I'm like, just go for it and like, go for it. And, you know, I think Megan is an inspiration to me because she does everything wholeheartedly. And I would just encourage you guys like set a goal and go for it wholeheartedly and then be sad. It's okay to try things. And like, if you don't hit it, like whatever, be really, be really sad about it. Even like cry about it and be like really down about it. And just know that just means it doesn't mean anything went wrong. It just means you did something with your whole heart. And like, I don't know about you guys, but that's how I want to show up as an entrepreneur. I want to show up wholeheartedly. And when things don't work, I want to be disappointed about it and it will pass and you will get to go on and do a different launch. (laughs) Right. So fun. So where can people find you and how can people work with you? If they're like, I need more Megan in my life, where do I go? What do I do? Absolutely. So if you need a little more Megan in your life and you want to follow me on social media, it is my handle is at healing unscripted on Instagram and at Meg Moxie on TikTok. Um, and then if you need some coaching with me, if I was talking about executive dysfunction or neurodivergency earlier and you were like, oh shit, that's me. <laughs> um, I offer one-on-one coaching, which you can find at healingunscripted.com slash coaching, or uh, you can join the Neurodivergent Magic Program uh, where we learn how to get shit done in 24 hours or less. So the wait list is up now and it will go live on sale for the month of September. And then we will get started doing this awesome work in October. Awesome, really, really exciting. Thanks for being here. 
and you guys can hang out with Megan and me in the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, Megan. I really appreciate you and taking the time and sharing that story with all of us. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. I wanted to let you know that the doors to the mastermind are open. The Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind is a group I created to help support you on your business, to help you get clarity on your business, to help you make more money faster, to help you be in community with other women. Building a business on your own is so hard. It's so isolating. I see so many women buying courses, getting discouraged, not getting the results that they want. I created this group to support you while you build your business. In addition to being part of an amazing community of women, you also get invited to come to a weekly group coaching call on Zoom with me. These calls are really, really special. People are really raw and honest about what's going on in their business and their life. And it's just a time for us to come together to connect, support each other, brainstorm business ideas, just anything you guys need. These calls are really, really special, and I really believe they will help you grow your business. In addition to the calls with me, you also get access to tons of group coaching calls, guest workshops, co-working hours, a blogathon that we run every single week to help you stay motivated and working on your business. There's so many resources available to support you. You don't have to build this business on your own. And I hope you will consider coming to join us inside the mastermind. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys soon.